4: Another news in detail. Let's begin with flagbearer of the Opposition National Democratic Congress, John Dramani Mahama, who's accusing the governing New Patriotic Party of borrowing $13.5 billion in six years with nothing to show for it. Mr. Mahama says that money could have done major road projects, provided modern health facilities, and expanded other structures. John Mahama was discussing what he says was a state of the country's economy with the chiefs and people of Bolgatanga in the Upper East Region. Fortunately,
5: we are meeting at a time our country is going through a very serious economic uh, crisis. And I've always said that this crisis is self-inflicted. It is the result of mismanagement, and let nobody tell you otherwise. President Kufo had started... The first entry into the international credit market, which was the Eurobond, he borrowed only $750 million. In the four years I was president, with everything that we did and all the developments that you see, we went onto the Eurobond market and borrowed only $3.5 billion. In six years of the MPP administration, in the Eurobond market, they went and borrowed $13.5 billion. And my father, the tragedy of it is that $13.5 billion would have put an asphalt overlay from Tamale to Paga to halt the deterioration of the highway that goes to Burkina Faso. With $13.5 billion, we would have finished all the work in the, in the Bogatanga Central uh, uh, Hospital. With $13.5 billion, we would have finished the road from here through Navrongo to Wa. There are so many things that we're yearning for that that money could have been applied to. Unfortunately, most of that money went into consumption. Use it and eat chicken and feed fat. And eventually, when your creditors come after you, you have no money to repay the loan. And that's the situation in which we find ourselves. We have declared ourselves bankrupt. Most of the time, they try to attribute it to COVID and to uh, Ukraine Russia war. But we're not alone in COVID and Ukraine. There
4: is only one paramount chief for Boko, and the area cannot be in chieftaincy conflict. To him, the recognition by every government that the current Boku Naba Asigri Abugrago Azoka, II is overlord of the area is evidence to the fact. Nanaya Ojima was with the former president who paid a courtesy call on the Boku overlord as part of the building Ghana tour of the NDC.
6: For decades, Boku has experienced recurring conflicts. Its resurgence two years ago has resulted in many deaths and slowed down economic activities in the area. Boko Naba Asigri Abugragu Azoka the second, who is disrupted by the present situation, is calling on the government and other stakeholders to help restore peace. A speech was read on his behalf.
7: I have been chief for 40 years now, and I think the conflict is needless. We continue to look up to God, our ancestors, The
6: government and other important stakeholders like you to play your roles to restore peace in Boko. For the present insecurity situation, the government has instituted a curfew from 6am to 6pm. Motorbikes, which are the main means of transportation, are banned. Many are now resorting to bicycles and commercial tricycles for their transportation needs businesses are adversely affected with the youth being the most hit. With this cafe, by 6 o'clock you are in, unless the next morning, 6 o'clock, you come out, which will, it is affecting you the youth mostly. Because most of the times, getting to 7, 8, that will be the time some of us, the youth, will close from work, come home. Before you get home, so you have to arrange certain things before you get home. I was doing
8: motor business. I ride motor from, from San Kase to Upper West Wa. But now the situation how is going on? I cannot even go from uh, San Cassie
6: to Balgay again because it's almost dangerous. The NDC flag bearer, John Mahama, wants the people to collaborate with the security presence on the ground to restore peace.
5: When I read the media, they say the Boku chief conflict. There is no chief conflict in Boko. There cannot be two kings in one kingdom. Every government recognizes that the overlord of Boko is Naba Abu Gago II. the second and that's why I say there's no conflict no chieftaincy conflict and so peace in boko is going to be my priority when I become president and so i wish to urge you to collaborate with our security service personnel who are here they have a very difficult job let's collaborate with them so that they can help to maintain the peace. And I can assure you that when NDC comes, we will make sure that peace comes to Boko. Boko has a lot of potential.
6: Meanwhile, the NDC flag bearer has assured of the completion of stored development projects in the area. Despite police and military presence in Boko, many continue to fear for their lives. The call is that lasting solution is found to the situation within Boko. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima reporting.
4: Now, leader of the movement for change, Alan kojo Manting, says he's confident the great transformational plan will turn Ghana's economy around. Speaking earlier on News File, Mr. Chiamanting said he has a track record to deliver economic prosperity to Ghanaians.
7: Now, there's clarity about what the plan is speaking to, because it's documented. And I'm not one of the politicians that will say, oh, but if you bring it out and people know about what you want to do, then either people steal your ideas or their yeah, manifestos. I don't, I'm not interested in that. Okay. I know with the help of God, I'll become president. And so I want to prepare what will make it possible for me to make a difference before I get to power. Not to wait until they give you the mandate and you are now coming to put together a team to decide what you want to do. That alone takes one and a half years.
9: If you, if you wanted to share with us one of the diagnoses and the as it were, the prescription for our economic you know, situation, what will it be in that plan?
7: I would say uh, let's say currency. The stability of our currency. I mean, look I have 150 policy prescriptions in the whole GDP which are categorized under six thematic areas. But the focus on this one was just the economic cluster. Now, but when you are looking at economic revitalization, the stability of your currency is very important because it has implications for inflation in particular. It has implications for even the level of growth that you can achieve as a country. And the multiplier effect. So I believe that if we just took the issue of currency, the strength of your currency is a factor or it's a question of the demand and supply of foreign exchange. And... The more foreign exchange you have, the more stable your currency will be as against other currencies, particularly, let's say, the dollar. Now in this particular case, if we are able to increase exports, it means the supply of foreign exchange would increase. At the same time, if we are able to reduce the level of imports, then we would also conserve foreign exchange. Mm. So if you have more foreign exchange, then that strengthens your local currency. Because you need less local currency now to exchange for one unit of dollar.
4: In the Anya Sootson constituency, some supporters are asking the leadership of the governing new patriotic party to reconsider its choice of a parliamentary candidates for the area. They say incumbent member of parliament, Dr. Destin Adoma-Kukiski, who lost last Saturday's parliamentary primaries, stands a better chance of retaining the seat for the NPP.
10: We cannot follow anybody who wants to buy our conscience. We
7: are going to vote for development. We are not going to vote for money. Because democracy is for the people, to the people and for the people. We will not allow Madame Ayoko Bokyo to
10: come and uh, run this for us that this I'll get What
7: does it mean? This has got
11: Anya So-tian really, we really have
3: lost a great man indeed. This man to me he has been very exceptional. He has been
12: quite very uh, exceptional,
13: and I think we have made a,
12: a great
7: loss,
10: and we have disappointed the whole populace of the Anya
4: Executive director of the Ghana Integrity Initiative, Mary Ada, says government has not put in maximum efforts to fight corruption in the country. According to her, most anti corruption agencies tasked to help curb the menace are woefully under resourced, which is resulting in underperformance. She spoke on News File.
8: In inputs, something we expect to achieve outputs. And so, if these inputs are positive, We are expecting positive outputs. And so if you have resourced the agencies, then it means something is wrong somewhere. Mm. Either our anti-corruption institutions are not working as they should. I am also informing you, for instance, for Shrad, until recently, they didn't even have district offices everywhere across the country, until recently. And most of the others do not. So, and then when you go to some of these offices, the sorry nature of them, they are they lack resources, they lack staff, the resourcing is money and staff as well. And shrug at the headquarters level is also struggling. And so whether we have given more than any other is besides the point, what we are talking about is if you have put in more, it should be by the outputs we are making. We see rhetoric on putting in more. We see budgets on putting in more. However, when it comes to the actual disbursements, I was on another platform with the Deputy Attorney General and he indicated no institution has enough resources to operate. And so what the government has done is more than enough. That is true, that no institution has adequate resources to operate, uh, operate, and we are talking about where we are coming from. Okay. So for this government to continue to say that they have given more resources than any other, then it means they need to put in some very stringent right. ADI.
4: Also on News far was National Communications Officer of the Opposition National Democratic Congress, Sami Jinfi who thinks Ghana's performance on the recent Corruption Perception Index is not surprising because government has only paid lip service to the fight against corruption.
9: Performance on the Corruption Perception Index of Transparency International in the last seven years has been abysmal. It's been very terrible. But something that is not surprising. And it is not surprising because you reap what you sow. And we are reaping... The seas we have sown relative to the fight against corruption. This is what you get when the government of the day decides to pay lip service to the fight against corruption. Mm. The perception of corruption in Ghana today is at an all-time high because the government has decided to make corruption an attractive and thriving venture. It's become a free-for-all venture for government appointees, party functionaries of the ruling, you know, new patriotic party. And it involves higher ups, including the president, the vice president, ministers of state, and so on. This n- n- never in the history of this country have we seen such a deliberate promotion of corruption like we have seen in the last seven years. And that is why we are performing poorly on the CPI. That is why our worst score in the last decade or so has been the score of 40 this government achieved in the year 2020. Uh, And the score of 41, they achieved in 2018, which is the second, you know, lowest score we have had in the last decade.
4: And now, um, government says it has invested more than 10 million CDs to ensure the operationalization of the main water supply system in the Ahafo region. It is one of the projects within the rural water space initiated under the Water for All agenda to ensure the sustainable delivery of water services to the citizenry. Minister for Sanitation and Water Resources, Frida Pempe, says aside the rehabilitation and expansion of the waterworks, there will be portable drinking water for the residents.
1: After seven residents of MIM for about six years, the MIM water system broke down in 2006. All 40 public standpipes were damaged, distribution network broken down, and one borehole decommissioned due to leakage in the over.
2: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.
1: Head concrete tanks. For years, residents had to rely on boreholes despite high iron and manganese concentration that made it unwholesome to drink.
14: i i say,
15: i say,
1: The Water for All agenda aims at ensuring affordable and reliable basic water services to meet the Sustainable Development Goals by 2030. Already, over 234,400 residents in 424 communities across the country have benefited. Minister for Water and Sanitation, Frida Premper, says small communities are important to the government's agenda.
15: Government is undertaking reforms in the rural water subsector to ensure the sustainable delivery of portable water services to people living in small towns and rural communities. One of the key activities being carried out is to transform the Community Water and Sanitation Agency from a facilitator to a rural water utility to help overcome the remaining service delivery challenges that persist in the rural communities.
1: Meanwhile, management of the Community Water and Sanitation Agency is set to take up management of the new facility. Two iron removal plants have been procured and installed to improve the quality of water. Frida Prempe again.
15: Community Water and Sanitation Agency has taken over the management of about 177 private water systems in 150 districts and has invested in the rehabilitation and expansion of these water systems to ensure continuous water services delivery. And the main water supply system which is being commissioned today is one of those numerous water systems.
1: i'm Gimes reports for Joy News.
4: In other stories, students in tertiary institutions are worried face-to-face teaching is gradually becoming a drawback in accessing higher education. Social economic background and geographical location have excluded some groups from learning.
16: congratulations your kid and your cash are off to college between his tuition and your credit card balances you don't know how you're going to pay for any of it if only there were some place to turn just ask your home your home's got equity and with rocket mortgage you can use it to get cash quickly for whatever you need Visit JustAskYourHome.com today. Call 1-800-863-4332 for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030.
4: Institutions offering exclusive in-person classes. There's more in this report.
14: In-person teaching and learning has been the traditional way of learning for decades. However, as the student population increases in all tertiary institutions, lecturers teaching and graduate assistants find it hard managing class sizes. On the other hand, students disregard unfavorable weather conditions to attend lectures or submit assignments. Both parties describe this as tedious and worrisome. Benedict Efriye is a student at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology.
11: Well, in person
9: it was much more tedious because all of us have to come and meet and sometimes so, I quite remember we would, be, we would have to work in the rain to come and submit our assignment because it was due for us to submit.
14: Institutions struggle with space for lessons. Emanuela Gidi, a student, lives further from the university. She reveals some of her colleagues have missed examinations and class hours due to change of venues for lectures. In
4: in person assignments or tests, Mm. most of the time, are informed to like, you don't know that you are going to have a test and then you go to a class, maybe you are not really prepared for it, and then the lecturer notices some one or two things going on in the class, and it's like, I want to take a test. So everybody gets a sheet of paper we are writing a test. Maybe a friend of mine missed the class because he or she is not feeling well. But because it's in person, that person can't write the exam and that person can't be assessed. That means the person is scoring a zero for that test.
14: Frank boatina Jiman, a student, is intimidated speaking in front of a class of over 200 students. This has limited his interaction and opportunity for valuable feedback.
3: As in me, we've been in that class with that large number of people, and then sometimes, some, even in class, sometimes questions will be asked, and then you see people putting up their hands answering questions here and there, and sometimes you're not able to answer some of the questions, and then you look at it like, uh, are we also in the same class with these people? At the point in time, it was quite intimidating.
14: The e-learning centre of the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology seeks to open up education to more people by offering online learning courses. The centre is tutoring teaching and graduate assistants on the usage of online platforms for teaching and learning. Professor Eric Asante is director.
9: The teaching assistants, graduate assistants are the ones who readily comes to support fac- faculty when we are doing teaching and learning. And therefore, as an e-learning directorate, we believe that if we equip these teaching assistants and graduate assistants, they would always be a step ahead and will be able to support the learners when they have to navigate the learning management system that they use to study.
14: For Joy News, Mona Lisa Frimpon reporting.
4: Cetra East District Health Directorate, in collaboration with the veterinary unit of the Department of Agriculture, is seeking to vaccinate at least 300 dogs against rabies in five selected communities. The mass vaccination initiative launched in Ashurawa will extend its focus to include cats. District Veterinary Officer Irene Ifua-Aqua highlights the significance of targeting communities with a high number of dogs, possibly indicating a heightened prevalence of the disease mahmoud mohammed
17: nuruddin reports In this community there are a whole lot of dogs here but the mentality here is that they use the dogs for hunting so they believe that vaccinating their dogs against rabies disease when they send their dogs for hunting they will not hunt animals for them but this perception it is not true for them it is true to them but for us it is not true so we want to embrace certain mentality from their minds that at least every year they should vaccinate their dogs against rabies disease
11: the launch marks the initiation of an annual vaccination effort for dogs in the communities district veterinary officer irene Ifua aqua confirms plans for coordinated rollout across nearby communities
17: then uh, our target is uh, 300 dogs. Uh, we've chosen Ahrewa and the nearby communities around Feiyase, Bomso, then Bima, then Atakrom, or Bad Penning or Kindrome, then Insutem. These are the communities that we've chosen. Because uh, last two years, Atakrom had... A positive rabbit case. That's why we've chosen attack room, of our penning and the rest. When you bring the dog, sometimes the dogs, some of the dogs are very. Uh, they
9: don't want human to, to even to attack them. So what we do is we we muzzle them with a muzzle. We have a muzzle. We muzzle them. When we restrain them, or the owner will restrain the dog for us. Then what we have something called subcoats. in our in our, our our technical term we have subcoats. we hold any part of the body or the surface of the body so we inject it. Uh, what we, what we do is this version is mostly on, we done under under the subcut of the dog or the cat. So when we restrain the dog, we give it a muzzle so it cannot bite. In case maybe we. Wrongly administrate, wrongly give the vaccine somewhere. So many doctors, I cannot bite anybody.
11: The District Director of Health for Central East, Dr. Justice Ofori Amwa, underscores the critical importance of preventing and eradicating rabies. In 2023 alone, seven deaths among children were attributed to rabies cases, underscoring the agency of concerted action in addressing and preventing the spread of such diseases within the communities.
7: We have recorded seven deaths associated with rabies. All what we are preaching and saying to the general public is the early reporting of any suspected case to the nearest health facility for case management. And if we do this, we are very likely to get the disease eliminated from the community.
11: Dr. Ofori Amoa emphasizes that the vaccination initiative aims to protect the entire population, especially children who are more susceptible to dog bias. So, Kofi, a resident, expresses appreciation for the initiative. He and Ayite Ajo were able to have their dogs and cars vaccinated for free, a service that would have otherwise cost them 30 cities.
6: So, what be? am five Bia Emma,
4: Sasa. Kama, na Until I or how be Until
18: uh, uh, kakra. So kakra.
11: Irene advises residents to treat cases of dog bites seriously, urging it is crucial to visit the hospital and ensure they receive the right treatment before considering any other actions. A report by Mohamed Nurudeen.
4: The Ghana Cocoa Board says it has introduced new policies to enable direct access to cocoa beans, by artisanal chocolate makers. According to the head of public relations at Cocoa Board, Fifi Boafo, this eliminates the hurdles by middlemen, thereby increasing the benefits within the cocoa value chain domestically. He spoke to Joy Business at the launch of the Ghana Chocolate Week celebration in Accra.
10: But inability to meet the demands of the artisanal chocolate makers. The issue over the years has been with the law as we have it. The law requires that you buy a certain quantity, and the quantity is about five tons, and the five tons, that is uh, 16 bucks multiplied by five, and that's a lot. So for artisanal chocolate maker, someone who is using the cocoa or the chocolate to do a cake or a bread or um, ice cream or something, they do not require that much. So it's been a challenge. So they will have to rely on companies that are in the business, the chocolatiers, so there's a trader a tra- a tra- in between, it adds to cost, and then also how they want it, they do not get the niche products they prefer to have. So what we have done now is to set in place an arrangement that gives them the opportunity to have direct access of the beans, and then processes the way they want it. So there's a new arrangement uh, which is being rolled out very soon, and that will permit for example, uh, an choc- uh, artisanal chocolate maker, to buy, say, two bags of cocoa and use it for the purpose, it does not. the person does not require to go through a third party before being able to buy that. All they have to do is to register artisanal chocolate maker with a cocoa marketing company of Cocoa Board, and they will have access to it. As it stands now, you cannot take cocoa from your own farm and use it for the purpose unless you are just consuming it but it for commercial purposes you cannot do so because the law bars you from doing that but we are trying as much as possible to make it easier we believe that the youth have an opportunity to benefit from the cocoa value chain what we seek to do with this whole exercise is to expand the businesses that are created out
0: La emoción
3: de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva
10: Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ...coco, so that we do not limit it only to coco farming. Because there are those who say, oh, but the people are making a lot of money out of coco. We are just making small amount of money. It is just because we are limited to just after the production of the cocoa, it is exported, and there are no businesses that are created out of it.
4: Now, what do you do when you have no choice but to sell your wares in the midst of filth? That is a story of traders at Accra's central market, the Makola Market. In this piece, Justine Crab engages the traders who fear for their health and that of their customers, as heaps of rubbish in their shops continue to affect yourselves welcome back from that break let's now bring you that story about our traders in Makola a story um, focuses on traders as across central markets who have to sell their wares in the middle of filth enjoy
3: welcome to the Makola market like any other major market in Ghana The shouts of traders are in different pitches and tones. Make somewhat a medley. Pleasant or not, I'll leave that to your taste. In their defense, however, this must be done to attract the attention of shoppers to their wares. Another distinct feature of this market is the heaps of garbage in front of shops. A comfortable home for flies and birds. Though they sell in it, the traders fear it could affect their health and that of their customers.
14: Every time we visit our shops, rubbish is scattered all over. We leave our belongings sweep around and gather them to the refuse down but by the time we are done sweeping customers would have already gone to buy from other vendors
9: rubbish has been gathering here for several days we complain about it money is being taken from us yet we see no improvement
12: traders sit in the field Some selling
9: mangoes and stuff, which are not hygienic for our health.
3: But who throws the rubbish here?
14: Some people do not help us to keep the market clean. Even well-educated people come here to dump refuse.
3: Getting city authorities to help has been unsuccessful.
14: The government has instructed some lion. To collect this rubbish but they complain that the allowances paid are not enough so they refuse to sweep the market and it becomes full of rubbish customers
3: hesitate to buy from
14: them Imagine this heap of rubbish gathered in front of my foodstuff, and a customer wants to buy. This heap of rubbish is what welcomes the customer. The customer ends up not buying from us, the bad order alone keeps the customer away. We plead with the government to work hand in hand with some lion so that the heap of rubbish will be collected.
3: Until the heap of rubbish is cleared, crest central market remains a disharmony of shouts from traders, the honking of cars laced with a stink from rubbish. For Joy News, Justine Krabs' report read to you. <laughs>
4: Now let's move to the shores of Jamestown, which used to be a safe haven for fishermen, but that is fast-changing. Plastic bags have become a major pollutant, creating filth and damaging marine life in the area. The risk is dire, as the livelihood of many in this community could be cut short. While eco-conscious citizens say it is time for some action, National Coordinator for the group, Awula Sewa, believes that single-use plastic ought to be banned in the country.
7: If you want in most people think
3: we fishermen are responsible for the filth at the beaches. Truth is, we aren't responsible for the filth. The filth comes from the people at Agbublushi and areas around the colony. They usually dump their refuse into the lagoon, which then flows into the sea, especially when it rains.
7: When
3: that happens, we become clueless. We don't know how to curb the situation.
7: The filth really affects us, fishermen. We have
6: no one to speak for us on the matter. We really need help with the clearing of the waste at the seashore. Because of the filth, we are unable to have a good catch. We pull out our nets sometimes and welcome waste instead of fish.
7: I'm a
15: decide
7: to clean
3: the beach... The filth keeps coming. We are pleading with the responsible bodies to help us control this waste problem. We would even appreciate it if they provide the logistics we need to
1: clean this
14: place. What is happening to our beaches, our environment is just disappointing. We can have clean beaches today if we are interested. First of all, it starts in the home there was a time when we had the town council coming to make sure that each house was uh, clean. Second of all we really need to educate people and then we have to have enforcement the authorities should do their work. We're in Ladma right now Ladade Kotopo Municipal Assembly we have at the beach. You can have receptacles which collect plastic and let people know that put your plastic um, waste there, not on the beach. This is a beautiful beach, you have to keep it clean. And then you can have on the spot fines. Anybody who decides that the beaches the dustbin find them we say there's unemployment create employment have people who patrol the environment the beaches the streets what have you people drop litter you find them immediately and then as I keep on saying we citizens have to be responsible you finish eating you finish drinking for heaven's sake keep it till you find a bin put it in the bin there's absolutely no excuse to litter
15: (laughs)
4: Young innovators, driven by a common passion for addressing societal challenges, have developed a simple, affordable, and eco friendly system to purify the water rural communities in Ghana depend on. Research conducted by WaterAge Ghana reveals nearly 4 million Ghanaians do not have access to clean water. StarTech, one of the groups competing in the 2023 Ghana Science and Tech Explorer Challenge Prize GSTEP. Is looking at addressing this with its solar powered water treatment system. Joy Prime's Justine Amenyeji and Samuel Martins have more on their project in the following reports.
13: Many households, particularly in rural Ghana, continue to suffer from water related diseases such as cholera, typhoid, and dysentery as a result of drinking unsafe water. The group of five young visionaries, united by a shared zeal to tackle societal challenges, has creatively crafted a cost-effective and environmentally conscious system. This innovation is designed to assist individuals residing in rural areas in purifying their water, bringing forth a solution that is both accessible and
19: eco-friendly. In many rural communities in Ghana, per the United Nations, 19,000 people, including 5,100 children under the age of five, suffer each year from water-related diseases such as cholera, dysentery, and many more. At StarTech, we believe that water comes first in everyday matter. We also believe that if we come together with a shared passion, we can solve this problem together. So we came up with a solar-powered water treatment system. With easy-to-get equipment, such as barrels, a hose, taps,
13: and an improvised solar system, the starter group developed a purification system.
19: They demonstrate how their prototype works. The first process the dirty water will be going through is filtration. So this is our first barrel. You'll be pouring the water as it's sand. So it will pass through the net and some of the substances, some of the dates that we can see will be caught through the net. And the water from the net will pass through this pipe we have here into the second barrel. The second barrel consists of charcoal, sand and gravels. The reason why we use the charcoal is that it has some adsorption properties that attract chemicals from the dirty water. Also, the sun will help in retaining some of the dirt that wasn't trapped here into this one. The gravels has a large surface area. It is covering a large surface area. So it would be used to also block some of the particles from entering. Then it moves into the tube, you can see here, through to the solar heater so this system we have here is an improvised solar heater we wanted to use a solar panel but the cost was expensive so we decided to bring up the improvised solar heater so before we use it we place it under the sun for five minutes then it heats up so when the water passes through before it gets here it becomes warm, and the water that comes here is filtered and clean. But it takes time.
13: StarTech is looking at running quality tests at the Food and Drugs Authority in order to ensure that the water is of good quality. The Their project, if rolled out in rural communities, will help curb the spread of waterborne diseases. The group is hopeful their project will qualify them for the finals of the G-STEP exhibition and awards ceremony. Justine Ameyaji and Samuel Martin's report for Joy Prime.
4: Now imagine using just one hand to cut open a coconut. Then imagine using that same one hand to take out the seed pulp in the coconut, shelling the husk and turning it into a soap dish, flower vase or drinking cup. That's what Alicia Foley, who lost the ability to use one of his palms whilst young, has been doing. He's been sharing with Hannah Odame how he's able to do this while still nursing dreams of becoming a pilot.
18: I wanted to be a pilot, specifically a pilot who is also an engineer. 22-year-old
16: Elisha Kufifoli had his dream career all planned out even before he completed his senior high education at the Laboni Senior High School. Developing a strange health condition on his wrist, which required a surgery in the year 2010 and another corrective surgery in the year 2018, redirected the course of his dreams. It was in
18: 2018, early 2018, that I began to feel some pains in my hand and it began to quell. So from there, we decided to take it back to the hospital to find out what is happening or if they can even do something about it. But the surgeon who took care of me was like, before they can do something about it, they have to get back to the records or the folder that contains all the information before they can do something about it. So, so from that time, someone advised us to send it to Pet7. So at 37, they also tried, but still didn't work out. Both surgeries could, however, not guarantee
16: Elisha his palm back. The fingers on his right arm folded inwards the palm towards the wrist, unable to open up. Unable to bear seeing his new state, Elisha thought ending it all through suicide was the best option. Actually, I was very sad
18: because at first I used to do a whole lot of things with both hands. And now I see myself not being able to even open my hands to see what's in my hand. It's sometimes worrying. So at the time I even gave up, I was like, this is the end, so I should just commit suicide and other things. But through my friends and other people that I see outside, they always give me motivation and they always encourage me. The
16: encouragement from his family and friends however changed his mind. He gathered courage, enrolled at the Ghana Telecom University to study data science and analytics in the morning and then turned coconut husk into a variety of items for use in the evening. During
18: SHS one day we closed from school and there was traffic from Laboni to Circle. So the truck driver used a different route to circle. And unfortunately, we passed by Iran Clinic. And I saw a heap of coconut coconuts waste gathered there. And I said to myself, this thing can be used for something. And there, I researched about these coconut shells and a whole lot of things concerning the coconut shell encountering lots of
16: challenges due to his inability to use both palms did not discourage Elisha this time he says he found a solution to every
18: hurdle I said to myself can I do this thing because my hand is spinning me and I'm going through a lot of pain already how can I cut these coconuts how can I even like do all this process about it and I said to myself I can do this. I produce coconut bowls, coconut cups, coconut containers, coconut money savers, coconut soup dish, coconut pepper shaker, and also coconut spoons, and phone holder, uh, toothpaste
16: holder. Business is picking up gradually, and Elisha, who yearns to train others, is also hopeful his clientele will increase both locally and internationally. I had a lady from the
18: Canada, Canada, who ordered about thirty pieces of my products to set up his own business. That's a shea butter business. That's what I can say. It's a breakthrough for me. Who comes to buy from you? So mostly they are those market women are doing a local stuff like the calabash. The ethnic wearables. They are the people that normally patronize it, and also the foreigners. So, as time goes on, I'm looking forward to employ more people to take over certain parts in the business. So, let's say the production aspect, I'll be giving it to someone to manage it. Whilst I'll also be focusing on my data science and data analytics. Here is his word of advice for persons living with a disability. Never look down upon yourself and say, oh, I'm disabled. My hand is not there. My leg is not there. I can't see. I can't sing. I don't have that voice. I don't have this. I don't have that. Do not look upon those things. Never give up on your dreams or never underestimate yourself. But you need to leave that your comfort zone to move on. It's already there. You can't do anything about it. You have to move on and do something extraordinary with what you are
4: going through now. For joining us, I am Hannah Odame. That was indeed a touching story of hope. Now let's move on to the 2024 edition of the Love FM and Insura FM Health and Fitness Walk, which lived up to expectations as hundreds of excited patrons joined the exercise in Kumase. Individuals, schools, groups, and staff of some corporate institutions trooped to Kumase Mall for the exercise. My colleague Nana Bwache Yadom, joined hundreds of participants and has filed this report.
12: While in the 2024 edition of the Sure FM Love FM Health Walk, hundreds of listeners of Sure FM and Love FM joined up this year. It's been an amazing walk through the principal streets of Kumase. Well, let's hear from some supporters who joined us today. Oh, I want to tell you, Shire, you, are, you are doing, it. you are doing the most. Are, in fact, you are so
6: good. I think it has been great because of them um, involving the students to be part of the work. I think it is the best. Oh, God bless them for what they are doing. God bless them, and I wish them the best. So next year, what I ask, what do you want to see differently from this year? Mm, actually, anything they can add up to make it very nice.
17: It has been splendid. Actually this is part of our Meraki twenty twenty four our Student First edition and this is actually our first time being here.
12: So first time how's the experience been?
17: It was extraordinary. We are so happy. We are not dehydrated. I mean we are okay right yeah.
12: So guess what? Those of us with no airbags would have to join those with airbags for this Love FM and FM fitness walk. And <laughs> guess what I have here with me? The DJA journalist of the year. Erasmus Asai. Okay. Come on now, how has it been? Yeah, are so. What to say, what to say? Better than I reduce it. So, so, so far, one pound. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in this year, no? Last year, Miho so said you, you were in the, in the walk with, uh, with us. How was it last year, comparing it to this year? Well, uh, last year it was great. This year, as you can see, the crowd and all that, it has been super fantastic. And I think more people are beginning to appreciate the fact that uh, we lead a very stressful life. You need to walk, you need to work out, you need to exercise the brain and the entire body. And that's what the Love FM Fitness Walk seeks to do. So people are beginning to appreciate that. And that's how come you see more young people, old and the young, the youngest coming together uh, on this walk. Do you, do you think we've met our expectations this year? Yeah, of course we have. We can look at the crowd. It's super. And more people are joining as We walk. And so, and if you see the enthusiasm with which they join and the talk around it, uh, so it's not only um, exercising the body, but fraternizing, networking, and, and boosting our morale. That is a, a super thing to do. No, from the, mall, from the mall back to the mall, do you think that by the time we get inside the Kumasi City Mall, yours will be, will be like mine. Uh. <laughs> 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 we <We'll> see, but <laughs> the fufu will not
14: allow us.
12: So this is no dance class. It is actually you exercising your body for the few months, few days, few weeks ahead. You know you have to be strong. And that is why Lava love and must put together the fitness walk, the 2024 edition has been super exciting. Chale, you got to exercise.
4: Yes, Chale, we got to exercise. And on that note, we wrap up today's bulletin. My name is Sweetie Yaboshi. For more news, Log on to myjoyonline.com to keep you updated with the latest happenings. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday.
0: If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.